Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Frank. And you're listening to The Gospel According to Lucas, where the Force meets Catholicism. Every episode, we analyze scripture through the lens of Star Wars to uncover the Christian connection with a galaxy far, far away. If you'd like to read along with us, you can find a link to today's readings in the show notes at thegospelaccordingtolucas.com or right in your podcast app. We're using the New American Bible Revised Edition. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing for free to The Gospel According to Lucas in your favorite podcast app. Visit thegospelaccordingtolucas.com for links to subscribe. And finally, if you like what we do, please consider donating to patreon.com slash audio. Today, we'll be discussing the gospel reading for the second Sunday of Lent, Mark chapter 9, verses 2 through 10. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart, for them, apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. We hardly knew what to say. They were so, they hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. The transfiguration of Jesus is a wholly unique event in the Gospels. Consistently a denier of his divinity until the end of his life, Jesus gives Peter, James, and John a glimpse of his true self. Transformed wearing clothes of, quote, dazzling white, he is flanked by Moses and Elijah, arguably the two most important figures of the Hebrew Scriptures. It is almost as if Jesus is saying, Earth besties, meet my heavenly besties. We rarely let everyone see our true selves. We have our work self, our home self, our running errand self, our vacation self. And these are simply the public versions of our face. But what's underneath? Who are we really? And more importantly, who do we show that person to? In Star Wars, Han Solo is a man of many selves. Full of swagger due to a lack of trust in the galaxy, Han says in A New Hope that he takes orders from just one person, me, himself. But that's not really true, is it? Han is actually a deeply empathetic man, one who hides his softer side to protect himself. Through the course of the original trilogy, Han opens himself up to his new friends and the rebellion, letting them see who he is under his hard exterior of smuggler and captain of the Millennium Falcon. In many ways, Han and Leia help Han break or Luke and Leia help Han break out of his protective shell. Uh, much as Peter, James, and John are the three disciples that Jesus allows to see his divinity. 
More critical to Han, though, is Chewbacca, the best friend. From their first meeting in Solo, Chewie has always known Han's true self, much like Moses and Elijah know the transfigured Jesus. More importantly, Chewie does not betray Han's trust. Han decides when and to whom he reveals the lovable, non-scruffy nerf herder, and no one else. Chewie is there to support Han and to hold his secrets until Han decides to transfigure, to break away from the metaphorical carbonite holding him back. We need to heed the lesson of Chewbacca. Too often we betray the secrets of those close to us. To be the silent friend, the guardian of the true self, is a special honor. When someone trusts us with themselves, we need to understand that decision's sacredness, respect it, and hold on to it. Jesus, quote, charged his friends not to relate what they had seen to anyone until the time was right, a time in a manner that Jesus decided. Take heed of James, John, and Peter's lesson. Be grateful when you truly know somebody and keep that truth in your heart. Wow. I don't think I ever would have drawn a line from the Transfiguration to Han and Chewie, and I <laughs> love the way you did that. I love the way you did that. That is, it works. It absolutely works. It absolutely works, and it absolutely connects. I, um, it, it's so true that like he he was uh, Chewie was sort of entrusted with this secret you know it, the 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 apostles the apostles who were there who were there for the transfiguration uh peter james and john it says that he was like that they were set apart right that he led them up a high mountain apart by themselves so they were set apart and they were already part of a pretty elite group and they're yeah. set apart uh to get to witness this great like you said very unique event in in uh the life of christ and Chewie is part of this this group of you know our heroes, and he's set apart uh, from this already extraordinary group of heroes. He's set apart to get to see the real Han um, in a way that these three were set apart and got to see the real Jesus um, in this uh, in this moment of the Transfiguration. That's a really cool connection. Not something I would have uh, I would have gotten to on my on my own. I I love the way you did that. Um, well, thanks. One of my favorite things about this show is that we get to. You know, be like, hey, here's here's how the here's the weird way my brain works, um, <laughs> and and uh, and it works and it works. Yeah, uh, as um as I promised from last week, you we you know Ash Wednesday we talked about Last Jedi, and last week you talked about Last Jedi. So I also have a Last Jedi connection. Oh, yes. Before before we get to you know before we we end. Um, so um, Jesus transfigures right becomes his divine self to for people keep it to yourself but this is what this is me i look really good in white um <laughs> and what uh what strikes me in the last jedi when luke appears to leia and to kylo ren at the end he does not look anything like he does in previous films um he's wearing a brand new outfit that is not his jedi robes of white and tan there it is not his black outfit from Return of the Jedi, and it is not his farmer or rebel gear from previous films. It is pretty much an amalgamation of a lot of these things. Um, but his hair's cut and brown, he's trim, he looks good, and he's wielding his father's lightsaber. 
right? Not the green one that maybe is kind of a symbol of of his of his fault and his sin. Um, but he the but the one to maybe he which he felt is when he was his noblest, right? When he was the Luke Skywalker trying to be a Jedi, you know, um, when he was just doing his best, going to save his friends. So when he projects himself across the galaxy, he decides what he looks like in that moment. He shows us his true self. This is me. This is the perfect Luke Skywalker, one that is here to protect and defend, not to attack and it's and it's this blend of of Jedi and his Return of the Jedi outfit and his farmer's outfit. It's like all of these things combine the whole unique person of Luke in that moment uh, as wow. he projects himself. So that's that's, that's, that's good stuff. That's, that's also stuff. that. So that's so you get two in this transfiguration. Um, what if I told you I might have a Rise of Skywalker connection? Oh, keep going. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I okay. It's a quick one, uh, but like. Jesus is talking with Moses and Elijah, right? And then to mm-hmm. me, that conjures up images of Ray conversing with like the force ghosts um, of the Jedi from years past and the rise of Skywalker. Like they're coaching her, they're reassuring her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a thousand generations live in you now. And, and she even says, I am all the Jedi. Like she's the fulfillment of the Jedi in the same way that Jesus is the fulfillment of the prophets, the fulfillment <gasps> of the Old Testament. Yes, mm, yes. Um, love that. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to the Old Testament prophets, like the two greatest figures from the Old Testament, arguably, because yeah. he is the fulfillment of their prophecy, the same way Ray is the fulfillment of everything that those Jedi worked for and are now oh. talking to her. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I also want to actually pin, pin on that. I wrote that Moses and Elijah are arguably the two most important figures of the hebrew scriptures and i'm sure there could be some wrinkled noses at that like what about abraham of you course know, like of there's course. yeah there's yeah. A, what about samuel what about david you know like there's there's a lot of other figures in there but i i pinpointed moses and elijah for two i said that for two reasons one they the ones that show up so yeah, yeah. let's like let's like yeah david's not there abraham's not there you know samson ain't there you know it's elijah and it's Elijah and Moses. And but also when people when John the Baptist was doing his ministry, people kept asking, are you Elijah? Like, are you there? So like we can say that Moses is definitely one of the most important. Like that's a, that's not a that's not a question for, sure. for anybody. Um, but Elijah, people might go, really, Elijah. But everyone always asks, are you Elijah? Are you Elijah? Are you Elijah? Come again. You Are you sure? You sure? Jackal, jackal, is it a jackal? Jackal, is it a jackal? <laughs> who do our, our Jewish brothers and sisters at the Seder, who do they leave an empty seat for? Elijah. Elijah. Yeah, really good. Uh, I love that. Um, Frank, it was a pleasure to talk to you um, on this episode, and it was a pleasure for all of you to be here listening. We hope you enjoy the gospel according to Lucas. Um, know that we are praying for you. We hope that you pray for us. God bless, and may the force be with you.